Hi you guys, it's Nehemiah Simone here with another podcast. Today I wanted to talk about mental health. And more so having parents with mental health problems, dealing with mental health problems. Um, everybody has mental health issues, whether they're big or they're small. And it looks different for everyone. Um, I have a mother with mental health problems and a father who won't admit or will jokingly admit but won't seek help. I'm going to start with my father. My father, he showed emotions all emotions, anger, pain, sadness, happiness, love. And I'm thankful that I had one parent that did. You know, his love really shaped the way I handled things, you know. I said in my previous podcast that I felt as though If I didn't have anyone, I knew I had him. I knew he loved me if no one else did, even if I feel differently now. At that time, that got me through really bad days and really bad moments in my life. You know, throughout my childhood, my memories of him are filled with hugs and kisses and constant words of rumination constantly telling us that he loved us and we were his reason for living his reason for existing um but i felt like i had to walk on eggshells and that's with them both you never knew what was going to set them off you never knew what you were going to do wrong what you were going to say wrong what they were going to take offense to it was up in the air My father, I feel as though he had some anger issues and he had a lot of ups and downs with his emotions. Sometimes he had really high highs where he was spending money and and laughing and happy and, and it seemed like he didn't sleep for days and he was going and going and going and then he would have low lows where he was sleeping and then you know, he was angry and he was just taking his anger out on you. Just yelling at you about anything and everything. And it would just make you cry because you just don't know how to do better because you're not doing anything wrong. He was a perfectionist, you know. A C. A C was failure to him. A B, you could do better. And an A, you know, that's that's where you need to be at. And he was just so hard on you to be perfection. He showed love the way love sh- should be showed, shown. But he also was very materialistic. And I feel as though because he didn't have 
anyone in his life to love him for the things that they should love him for, you know, other than money. You know, he would apologize with money. He would show love with money. Take things back and and hold it over your head. And just control you with money. And that's another reason why I had to leave when when I was living with him. Because I needed love. I needed care. I needed space. I don't know. And I felt so trapped there. There was no peace. There was no love when he wasn't happy. And though there was no peace and love, when I left him, I was free to go find it elsewhere. Whereas though I was trapped by him, you couldn't have a job, you couldn't go anywhere. He was the provider and therefore he had all the control. And he believed that he was loving you by giving you the things you needed and wanted. And that's just a very, very, very big control issue. And he felt like he didn't need anybody or anything because he had money. But I know he feels inside a little empty because money just doesn't buy happiness. It gains you a lot of fake friends, a lot of fake love. You can have everything you want and still missing what you need. As for my mother. And now I'm going to talk a little bit about my mother. My mother showed very few emotions and not often. She rarely showed love. And it was often empty words, no actions. Empty words because she knew that I didn't feel those things. You know, she could tell. Even her hugs felt artificial. As though she didn't want to touch me, she would hug me, her hands would hover over my back. She wouldn't even embrace me. She didn't hug or kiss me. And I can't even remember her in my earliest memories when we were all together. It's like I don't even know where she was. I can't remember a time where she behaved like my mother, where she held me or talked to me or played with me my mother has mental health problems and what they are we've never discussed and it's not discussed in my family but you know dealing with mental health in my family is very common So it didn't seem like 
anything new to me. I was constantly walking on eggshells around her because, again, like, I didn't know what would upset her or set her off, what she would take offense to. I loved my mother because she was my mother, but she never gave me a reason to. I have very few good memories with her. She was often just lost in her head, just what seemed like consumed in her thoughts and just drinking her pain away. I felt bad for her, I did, and and I loved her because I was supposed to. I was constantly trying to be perfect in my life, constantly trying to be a good person, which I am so proud of to this day because a good person is all I'll ever want to be. Perfect for my father in a different way compared to my mother. My father more so being the perfect little girl, his perfect image, you know, no boys, good grades, cute, you know, and just doing my thing. And for my mother, I just wanted to please her. I just wanted to behave in a way that made her smile. Just doing whatever she says, always saying hello, always agreeing with her. And that's where I went wrong is no matter what she was saying or doing, no matter how wrong it was, how crazy it seemed, I just agreed because I didn't want her to feel alone in her madness. Because I know how it feels to feel alone. And as put away as she was, as to herself as she was, I know she had to feel a little alone. And so I felt the least that I could do was ensure her that I was there and I understood. But for some reason, I was never good enough. My efforts was never good enough. So recently, um, my mother came to my house to stay with me. She had been ignoring me for months and months and months, and she had me blocked. And when she didn't have me blocked, I would text her, Hi, Mom. Hi, Mommy. Oh, I love you. I'm just seeing how you are. Hello. And she wouldn't reply. And then she showed up to my house just randomly and telling me she needed me to stay with uh, she needed to stay with me and and I let her. And then I was having, you know, things going on in my life and and when I tried to talk about them, she just told me, you know, oh please. <laughs> oh please, I don't wanna I don't wanna that's 
And so I didn't really talk about them. Um, but I had to call the police one night, you know, for all of our safety. And just to put something on record. And and she left out in the middle of the night and left both of my doors unlocked with just me and my daughter in here. And that made me feel obviously some kind of way without telling me of that. The house was a little a little more quiet than it usually is when there's four people in here compared to just me and my daughter. And so I noticed and I, I went downstairs and I had seen them, them gone and I was, I locked the door before I had went to bed. And there was a ginormous mess, you know, from herself and my three brothers. And um, I just got it cleaned up. And just went about my day. She showed up again a little while later asking, could my brother do some things? And, and I allowed them to. And um, she came to get them. She showed up another day asking for her mail or something like that. And um, I sent my sister to the door and, and she started screaming and screaming about um. I called the police on her and some other some other things that, that I didn't hear. And my sister didn't tell me much of what she said. I don't even know if she was listening. She just closed the door and um, told her to have a good day. And I, of course, did not call the police on her. But she sometimes believes things that aren't so. Believes them so much so that they feel true. She showed up at my house again, knocking at my door like the police, and I answer it with my daughter on my hip, because I kind of thought it was the police, just the way she was knocking. And I open the door, and, I, and I'm saying, I say, well, why are you acting like that? And she's like, why am I knocking like that? And I hand her her mail, and you know, she's like, well, I think you're talking about me on Facebook. And again, my mother has me blocked. And I don't have her on any social media, so she's looking at my account um, through an unknown account. And my account is private. Some posts are public. So she's picking, you know, looking for something to bother her. And I just, and I'm just looking at her in bewilderment because I've, I'm, of course, not talking about her on social media. She has done nothing new to me. <laughs> nothing new. And she says to me, um, I've seen your daughter's little post you made for her birthday where you're saying you love her and you'll do anything for her. And she goes on and on about the post. And, and I think I cut her off in between. And I wasn't really listening. When I heard that part, I just said to her, Well, mother, if me showing my child love makes you feel any kind of way, it's because you know you weren't a good mother. 
I say, if me telling her that I'll do anything for her makes you feel any kind of way, it's because you know you don't feel that way about me. And you know, I know, you don't feel that way about me. But I'm not talking about you. I never have and I and I never will, you know. Because I love you more than you have ever loved me and more than you ever will. And she's screaming at me and she's screaming at me and she's like, well, my mother didn't love me. And she has this habit of making everything about herself. Now, what do you want? A pity party? A sad parade? You know? You didn't love me. Who cares? And you feel like your mother didn't love you? I beg to differ, but who cares? It's life and it's sad and it hurts. And if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. But hurting people because you're hurting and blaming people for your hurt is just not going to do anything. And I didn't hurt you. If me loving my child hurts you, just love your kids. Just love your kids. She starts screaming at me and she's like, throwing her hand at me and and I move out the way and I'm like you know don't do that while I'm holding my daughter and she swings at me and I'm like don't swing at me and you know while I'm holding my kid what's wrong with you and she swings at me about five more times before I shut the door on her and I'm like oh no and she's you know slamming on the door with her body trying to bust in while I'm holding my child and I lock it on her and she's screaming outside my door and she's like oh this is this bitch and I'm like you know what did I do And it just brings back a flashback that just smacks me in my face. Like, deja vu. What did I do? You never know what's going to upset her, what she's going to take offense to. I've never done anything to purposely hurt my mom. I've never done anything to purposely offend my mom. But I promise you. I'm just not her cup of tea. And so because I'm blocked and I'm upset because she just tried to fight me with my daughter and my hands, she tried to put my child in danger in harm's way, which I now feel as though she tried to put my daughter in harm's way the night she left all my doors locked as well as when she tried to fight me I go on Facebook and I do make a post because you just came to my house and tried to fight me being delusional claiming that I made a post about you a happy birthday post to my daughter with pictures of her and that and because I'm blocked that's the only reason why I did this, because I'm blocked. So I have no way to contact her, and I know she's looking at my account from some secret account. So I'm like, 
so I talk about this. I talk about this. I talk about how she had me blocked for months and how she won't do anything for me and she doesn't do anything for me and doesn't show me any love. You know, I didn't even say that, but it just goes to to show, you know. She came to my house and, and she asked me for money and I gave her my last. I'm telling you guys, I gave her the last money I had in my pockets. I last I had to my name. And I allowed her and my three siblings to stay here when I'm paying these bills alone. I go above and beyond when it comes to showing love for the people I love and for those I don't just to get slapped in the face in return and she and I'm like you know I and I know you're lurking on my calendar you're gonna see this and again, I just talked about how if loving my daughter makes you feel ill, it's because you just need to love your kids. And that I loved her. And she got into the post talking about me being sexually assaulted and um, some other obscene things. And I just, I couldn't believe my eyes and I just wanted her to see it so maybe she could just see how ridiculous that was just to write it all out for you so you can really see what you're doing and who you're doing it to someone who shows you endless love your daughter she um and so I deleted the post immediately, you know, almost immediately after she began to comment. And she, um, the next day, the next, maybe the next following days, she came to my house again to get some mail. And I said I wasn't going to answer the door because she tried to fight me. But I'm just a sweetheart and I, and I felt bad. So I entered the door and my brothers was there and, and I handed them the mail. And she, um, and they went on about their business. And that same day, I got a, a firm request from a little fake account and I just knew it was her. And, um, the fake account said, she said that she added all my friends and the friends list was private. So I don't even know who she had on there but I don't have any friends so you know to try to really embarrass me to friends or to people I care about it's just this is really not gonna work because I don't have any friends you know and, and I don't feel embarrassed about anything I've been through I'm going through I've gone through and and I won't and I won't feel embarrassed of lies. I can't. I mean, I, why would I? 
and some people you know they would feel ill at the thought of people thinking that something that isn't so is the truth but I don't have the time the energy the anything to to worry about people believing lies because if I didn't say it then it's not so and if you want to believe it so then what am I going to do there's nothing I can do so I don't but she went on a giant rant paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs she she degraded me and she slandered my name she talked about me being sexually assaulted she talked about me being molested she named the people I was molested by on the internet she called me a liar she called me a dropout she lied about the reason I dropped out she said I dropped out because I was being bullied by a group of white girls and that I was calling them racist never happened and I didn't drop out and that I had a white girlfriend before I got pregnant with my daughter never happened and that I was jealous of white women and women with nice hair well that's just a reflection of how she feels about herself don't you think because what is nice hair and a lot of the things she was saying was a reflection of how she felt and the things that she was doing reflecting it onto me these negative thoughts behaviors and attributes she said obscene things and it's so hard to remember honestly i should have wrote some of them down she said she hoped that everything i did for my child was in vain and that she probably grew up to be a liar just like me and that she wasn't jealous of my unstable um boring life or my little relationship with my daughter and that i trapped my baby's father and she keeps saying all these things about um white people because my daughter my daughter's father is white and i i was not in a relationship with him because he's white you know i fell in love with this individual who happened to be white (laughs) and we have a child together Um, she would say things to me like oh yes stay with your white man because and I would just laugh because I know there was no difference in what kind of person you know people are it had nothing to do with color so it was just ridiculous honestly
people would even ask me, um, do you think he acts differently? Doesn't treat you better? Because he's white, like, um, he's just a regular guy. Just a regular guy. And so I think that's how she was feeling. And she said, I, I dare not to bear the fruit of a black man because I don't love myself and my blackness. Ridiculous. And, and my child's black. And I'm black and it's black and, and we're proud. She, um... She said I was um, conceived of rape and that she wished I'd die. That she wished she never had me and that I'm just like my father. Evil. She offered money to my friends to harass me he said I'll cash up you right now and she just talked for hours saying all kinds of things that would have hurt me if I had room in my heart to be hurt anymore by her. Though I began to cry when she mentioned CPS. Mentioned calling CPS on my child and began to just say things that just weren't the truth. to make me seem like a bad mother because she knows that she is. I began to break down and cry right in that moment. As soon as she mentioned having my child being taken away because she knows that's all I have. She knows that she makes me happy. She knows that I love her. And it's just so sad having a parent hate you so bad. They want to cause that much turmoil in your life. That they would come and try to fight you. That they would make a fake account and slander you. And that they would have your child taken from you. When that's your reason for living and it still makes me want to cry. Because mom... Why do you hate me so, so bad that you would take the only thing I have to love me? The person I love the most. She makes everything about herself. Dealing with these kinds of people in my life have taught me patience. 
and understanding. In my family, I was conditioned to believe that you loved people unconditionally. And that left a lot of room for being taken advantage of and abused because I'm a very loving and giving person. And you have to have conditions of on your love or you'll be taking you'll be taken advantage of. I've forgiven my mother time and time again for hurtful words, for dismissing my pain and, and making it about herself and how she's had it worse and how she's done it worse and how I just need to get over it because no one's hurting as bad as she is. You know? And I feel as though if I had just stop trying to coddle her and make her feel loved and okay in her madness if I would have just told her that she needed to stop and be real with herself because the way she treats others the way she's self-absorbed in her pain It's not okay. And it's not going to lead a happy life. Because now she's feeling alone and like no one loves her. But she's pushing everyone away with these obscenities. And I just... And I'm still figuring out myself how to deal with these kind of issues. And my mother and my father's issues, they're different. And my mother's, they're a little um, beyond me at this point. And I, and I wave the flag. <laughs> And I give up on her. I'm trying with her because the hate I see she has for my daughter is a hate she's long had for me. And I refuse to have anything like that in my child's life. Because she deserves endless happiness and endless love. And she has it. Nothing else. And nothing less than that. And she didn't deserve the energy she got from my mother. She she looked at my daughter while she was here, while I was letting her stay here. And she said, what's her name again? She said that to hurt my feelings, but I just don't have any feelings for her to hurt. I didn't even answer her, and then she said, oh, yeah, Nyalea, because she knew. 
she knew it was about to be my daughter's first birthday, I was letting her stay here and and she left before her birthday and she didn't stop by and say happy birthday to her and she didn't buy her anything. But she came again, like I told you all, and and she asked my brothers do whatever and I let them. And her birthday had passed by then and, and she still didn't tell her happy birthday and she didn't even mention it. And it's sad to me how much you can love someone that you don't see the things you need to see. Because how did I not see the hate she had for Sometimes she outright told me she hated me and she wished she never had me. It's amazing how strong love can be. Because I just didn't want to let her go. I guess I'm going to end this here and I'm going to pick up another day going more in depth about all of the above I think I need to collect my thoughts more it's it's so easy to get lost in my emotions when I'm discussing things I need to really write down some points of talking maybe I'll do a podcast with my sister we can discuss some of the things we've been through throughout our childhood because let me tell you we get to talking about it and laughing and it's not funny but it's so crazy how this was our normal and I know people would love to hear thank you for listening and good night